G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. A wonderful opportunity today to have some more reflection on what's happening in the world and with a focus on China, which is really asserting itself powerfully in so many different contexts. There's posturing between America and China over trade negotiations There's development of military bases in the South China Sea. There's all sorts of developments that we ought to be mindful of as we think of the issues that are at hand for us today. A wonderful opportunity to welcome back to 2020 Bob Fu, who is the founder of China Aid. And Bob was there in Tiananmen Square 30 years ago when the massacre of those student protesters happened. One of the things that happened out of that was the spark of revival that has swept through China, that at that time, a very small church compared to the population of China has blossomed into what is now a 100 million strong Christian church in China. And so wonderful opportunity today to welcome Bob Fu back to 2020. Bob, welcome. Thank you, Neil, for having me. Bob, I wanted to get your impressions on the things that are happening today in China, because as I mentioned, where there's been this amazing revival that's happened, a hundred million Christian believers across China. And when you get that sort of strength of numbers, that sort of strength of influence that comes, it's not surprising to us that a communist dictatorial regime might want to crack down on the church. What are your impressions about what's happening today with the crackdown on Christian believers in your homeland of China? Yes, Neil, uh, as the scripture says, if anyone, anyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus, he will be persecuted. So in the China context, you know, when you have this uh, 100 million Christians who are in defiance of the Chinese Communist Party's order, and continue to worship every Sunday or even during the weekdays without explicit authorization or permit by the Communist Party uh, religious affairs officials, uh, that is a demonstration of uh, their determination to live a godly life in Christ Jesus by honoring the Lord first. So the persecution today under this brutal dictator, President Xi Jinping, is really the worst since the Cultural Revolution in 1960s. So we have seen in 2018 over a million Christians under intensive persecution, according to our documentation, and actually according to Open Doors, another Christian ministry who uh, actually estimated over 10 to 20 million Christians. But no matter which number, it's a large number, And among them, in 2018 alone, we have documented over 100,000 Christians, you know, were arrested in different times. And uh, 
over fifty thousand of them were physically and、uh, mentally abused and tortured, and many of them are still in prison. And for the first time, really since the Cultural Revolution, that we have seen Bible were being assembled and being burnt in public square. For the first time, we have seen the millions of Chinese children who were explicitly banned from even entering into the church building. And for those who are following Christ, those children were forced to sign a, a form. To renounce their faith, Bob. What about the new technologies being employed by the Chinese、uh, communist regime? As I understand it, facial recognition technologies.、Uh, I've heard reports of cameras being set outside of where house church meetings are gathering, and this intense Big Brother-like. Intrusion into the lives of Christian believers. What are your thoughts for what's happening now and into the future? Yes, Neil. I mean, this new wave of persecution certainly is being aided by this new advanced technology of monitoring surveillance, the face recognition cameras. Every church, including the government-sanctioned church, that is, if we if it's still allowed to exist,、uh, has to be. Has to、um, install these face recognition cameras from the pulpit to the street around the church building, so that the Communist Party can,、uh, security forces can monitor and surveillance、uh, live、uh, those, you know, to make sure no Communist Party member, no Communist Youth League member, nobody under eighteen years old, no、uh, university students. They are all forbidden to enter into the church building. If if these listed members are were found and and seen in the church building, they would immediately being questioned, interrogated, and、uh, certainly being di-、uh, discouraged to attend. But what do you make of reports that the Chinese Communist government even wants to change the wording in the Bible to make it? More、uh, communist friendly. What that's to us, obviously, as Christian believers, is almost unbelievable. How could that happen? But this is the report we're hearing. Is this true? And what does that mean for people who are receiving a copy of the Bible these days? It is true. This uh, uh, new campaign is called a sinicization campaign. So sinicization means to be more like Chinese. In essence. The Communist Party said the Christianity should be made compatible with communism and socialism. So the doctrine and Bible, and you have to be changed. So there is a five-year Bible new translation、uh, plan、uh, with that purpose: is to make your Christian faith and doctrine and translation compatible with socialism. So now, in the government-sanctioned church, if you are still allowed to exist, I mean, by the way, thousands of government-sanctioned churches were even ordered shut down, and、uh, really thousands of、uh, thousands of、uh, crosses were being burnt, destroyed, and t- torn down from the rooftop of the church building. So the sanitization took a very sharp turn、uh, when we see the government、uh, religious affairs inspectors. Went to the church and saw on the wall of the church building, and took issue with the Ten Commandments on the church's wall, and said, 
President Xi would not agree with the first commandment. Then the next day, ten commandments became nine commandments on the wall. So this is in the church、uh, Sunday service. The first item of service is all the congregations were ordered to、uh, stand up, sing the national anthem, and sing songs of praising the Chairman Xi. And the, the local Communist Party leaders preached the sermon part number two after the pastor to do a purification sermon.、Uh, it's almost unbelievable the way that happens. And as you share those thoughts, I can't help but think of the pressure that comes on the leaders of the churches. And in China, there's the officially sanctioned church, the Three Self Movement. And then there's the underground house church movement, and I imagine that those who are in the three self movement are under more pressure to conform to the communist standards of leading church. But how do the house church leaders respond to that? What is their reaction to this idea that there might be intrusion even into the teaching of the church? You're right.、Um, so there's the irony. You know, the government-sanctioned church is supposed to be legally registered, Communist Party-protected, kind of a, a you know legal、uh, allowed to exist church. But they had been under tremendous, tremendous pr- pressure and persecution. And、uh, if they st- chose to stand up to the government intrusion, so many of their pastors were also. Being detained and some even sentenced to 14 years imprisonment, and for like、uh, resisting the the cross demolition campaign for the house churches because most of them do not have a church building, so they don't have this issue of removal of、uh, the cross on the roof of、uh, rooftop of the church building. But look, I mean, in the past 70 years under communism, the Chinese、uh, house church had not only exist and thrive. But also experiencing more revival if there were more persecution. So when President Xi Jinping started this campaign, try to crush down, you know, crack down, crush all the churches. I mean, the house church leaders were actually, in a sense, you know,、uh, already projecting that、uh, the revival will only speed up, and perhaps at the end of the day, the Christianization of China. Uh, will contribute partially to President Xi Jinping, <laughs> and、uh, in the opposite way, of course, he would be credited as the most faithful servant of the Lord. In the opposite way, of course, to to help China in by the sociologist projection, by twenty thirty, the number of Chinese Christians will in will definitely reach to at least two hundred twenty four million. Wow. Bob, I'll get your impression here. When we hear of these house church movements、uh, in Australia, we think of meeting in someone's living room house、uh, as a house church. But in China, the house church movement has—I wonder whether you can reflect on what it might look like in some house church gatherings, because a very huge number of people who are gathered、uh, to be able to hear the preaching of the word.、Uh, give us a little insight.、Uh, those house churches that you've Scene that you've witnessed. What's what do they look like? It was、uh, really the original form of the Book of Acts. Basically, initially they worship and started in their homes. That's why they call the house church. I mean, they don't have a legal building. 
and started from the family members, and then from the fellow neighbors, and then the villagers. I visited some Christianized village. Ninety-eight percent of the villagers are Christians, to the point the local Communist Party leaders, their wives, their parents, parents-in-law, all Christians. So the party leaders have to rely on the elders to collect the taxes, the tax, and you know. <laughs> so you have seen the, this kind of revival. And、um, after 1989, as I just mentioned, the revival happens,、uh, start happening in the rural. I mean, in the urban areas. I mean, they don't have big homes in in their in the urban areas. So many of the urban house churches start rent facilities. The Plazas, the office spaces to start the worships,、uh, you, and some even had the factory churches. You have shop churches. You know they started if a Christian is the owner of the shop, they started their Sunday、uh, with their house church and by shutting down their business. And you have factories. The whole some Christian businessmen would gather three thousand of their factory, you know, workers to worship together. Of course, now under President Xi, this new crackdown is exactly they want to target this new wave of urban churches in particular because they are becoming so influential. I mean, their neighbors and some even local Communist Party leaders became secret members. That's why President Xi Jinping even launched a, a kind of a purging campaign to order all the party members to re-register. And with a specific questionnaire, said, "Are you part of the religion or you know religious affiliation? If you said which religion, if you said Christianity, then yeah, the punishment will come." So thousands of people gathered in so many of these house churches, and from what I understand, you've got house churches then networked. As one house church is birthed out of another, the networks grow, and I've heard of house churches numbering in the millions、yes. when it comes to networks. How do you describe just the way those networks have grown? Oh, I mean, these networks because、um, if they share, like the、uh, the like, you know, if I have a family member and、uh, who became Christian, and then if they travel to other areas, I mean. Doing business, their first task is to start up a, a house church, before their business. So that's how the network just uh, uh, multiplied and grow so fast. And those、uh, children, I mean, those、uh, especially women, if they get married to a, a new family, and then after they become Christian, they will immediately go back to their own, you know, village and homes in other provinces, other counties, and started house church. So this is massive, and Bob, when people are doing that, going off to start a new business, and before they do that, this encouragement, this call of God to actually start a house church first and then start business, this is absolutely amazing. And so, for so many listeners today, something that's new when it comes to this idea of being committed. To serve Jesus with our whole heart, with our whole mind, for our our whole being, to serve Jesus in this way, this is the way that faith has taken a hold of the Chinese people, and it can't be stopped. It can't it be stamped be out. Stopped.、Yeah. And so, as you say, the future is that the hundred million that we might identify now is likely to、uh, into the twenty thirties to double, double more than in double. that time.、Mm-hmm. And I wonder what will happen. 
with the persecution of Christian believers as the Chinese communist regime endeavours all the more to crack down. What's your prediction for Christian believers into this coming time? My prediction is uh, I think the Communist Party or President Xi Jinping launched a war that they will never win. They have never won in the first place in the past. I mean, Chairman Mao has banned all religions in, during the Cultural Revolution. And the 10 years Cultural Revolution from 1966 to 1976 became a, a, a kind of a soil for a, 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 for a rapid growth of underground church. So if a pres- Chairman, C- uh, Chairman Mao, Mao Zedong, cannot even succeed by removing, cracking down like, uh, you know, the 10 years uh, great persecution during the Roman Empire and end up the emperor himself became Christian. So maybe we should pray that, uh, you know, the Lord would instill the heart of this brutal dictator and make him a Constantine. So who knows? But we should have a big faith. You know, the Lord can do anything. Well, I know listeners uh, will be so impressed to hear your reflection on those things that are happening, that are developing, on the things that have happened in the way that God uses tyrannical leaders to actually cause his church to grow. These things are amazing. Bob Fu has been our guest Bob has written a book called God's Double Agent. It is available through Vision Christian Store. Simply go to vision.org.au. You'll find a link there and you'll be able to get a hold of Bob's story, God's Double Agent, the true story of a Chinese Christian's fight for freedom. It is an amazing story. And I want to thank you so much for joining us, Bob. I'll point people to also the website chinaaid.org. It's the ministry organization that you have founded. And I know that you encourage people to support all sorts of good ministries that are supporting the persecuted church, ministries like Voice of the Martyrs. Thank you so much for joining us today on 2020. It's my pleasure, Neil. Thank you for the listeners. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.